1: Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.
0: Bogle turns, fires,
2: score on the rebound. Derek Ryan against his former team. Now to Connor McDavid, cuts in over the line through the middle, makes a move. He'll go to the
1: home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. David, Derek, Ryan, and the rest of the Edmonton Oilers back at it tonight. we got a 7 o'clock face-off show here on 630, Chad. Another late game, 830 start against the Los Angeles Kings as the Oilers go after their third consecutive victory, even though they went through a coaching change last week the Oilers have done pretty well in their last 10 games going 7-2 and 1 over that run of course trying to track down the Los Angeles Kings in the Pacific Division so a chance to uh, tie the Kings and also the Ducks in terms of points with a regulation win tonight and the Oilers would have games in hand on both those teams plenty of discussion as we move along tonight here's what's going on in the NHL this evening in the second period Blues and Senators tied 1-1 Sabres up 2 one on the islanders devils leading the lightning 3-1 former oiler patrick maroon has the only goal for tampa bay halfway through the second period boston up one nothing on the rangers among the games coming up later you have the blue jackets at the flames flames doing very well lately and they add tyler to foley to their lineup i can also tell you that early in the second period the flyers and the penguins are tied 2-2 sydney crosby has scored in that game his 14th of the season, and the 500th of his career. And that netted a special message from number 66. A-Cid, congratulations on your 500 goal. Um, I've been able to witness most of them, uh, incredible goals over the years, and uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty more in the future. So uh, again, congratulations, enjoy tonight, and uh, all the best to you, my friend. Yes, that is Mario Lemieux, of course, uh, extending his congratulations to Sidney Crosby. So that game, Penguins and Flyers, two-two, about two minutes into the second period. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight, Inside Sports from six to seven. My name is Reed Wilkins, and we have a lot to get to in a few minutes. Mark Cordy is going to join us, new member of the Edmonton Elks offensive lineman, former U of A Golden Bear. So uh, he came, he's coming to the Elks uh, after signing as a free agent last week. And, uh, of course, from uh, Spruce Grove and played at the U of A. So a great story. And he was part of the announcement today that the Elks saying on October 15th, there's going to be a doubleheader on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. There will be a uh, Canada West conference game for the Golden Bears starting at noon. And then the Elks will play the Argos at uh, 5 o'clock. Now, of course, we don't know the uh, Golden Bears opponent yet because we don't have a Canada West schedule, but pretty cool. This will be the uh, first ever double header for Golden Bears in double E at Commonwealth Stadium. The Bears have played uh regular season games at commonwealth before the most recently being in 1998 but never has there been a doubleheader before so this is pretty cool jack michaels is going to check in play-by-play voice for your edmonton oilers on 630 chad and on sports he's on tv tonight cam moon's going to have the radio call and jennifer botteroll is going to check in it'll be fun to talk to her the women's gold medal game in uh hockey at beijing is tomorrow night, so uh, after Inside Sports, you can take some uh, time to get ready and watch the game at 9-10, and don't forget, tomorrow morning at 6-30, it's a men's quarterfinal between Canada and Sweden. Canada advancing with a 7-2 win over China in the qualification round. All 12 teams make uh, make the single el- elimination round. The top four get a bye. Canada missed out on that bye, so they had to play China again, and they uh, win that 1-7-2, but Jennifer Botterill's uh, going to check in. She knows all about the Canada-US Rivalry. She played for gold four times in her Olympic career and won it thrice three gold and a silver for her she also has uh, five world championship gold medals so she'll uh, let us know what's going on in this tournament and of course give us some memories of that very heated rivalry between Canada and the United States so some things coming up here over the next hour a lot to talk about all right so uh here we go Oilers right back at it going for their third straight win under Jay Woodcroft he's coaching a back-to-back and he talked about his uh, some of his
2: keys in playing back-to-back nights for me, preparing for a back-to-back, I think you want to make sure you're getting the proper rest and uh, recovery time frame uh, in there. So uh, you don't want to be setting meetings early in the morning or uh, unnecessarily skating if you don't have to. Uh, we want to manage our energy reservoir, make sure that uh, uh, that our players are able to fire on all cylinders. Um, and then when it comes to game time, I think. Uh, these type of situations, you rely on structure. Um, and in my experience, uh, uh, in back-to-back situations, um, you rely on that structure protecting everybody, and you want their skills to come out within the team game plan.
1: All right. As the others will try to sweep this California road trip after shutting out shutting out the San Jose Sharks last night, first shutout of the season for the Edmonton Oilers. It is uh, a sort of a reunion for the coaches. Jay Woodcroft and Todd McClellan were together in Detroit when McClellan was an assistant coach. Woodcroft was a video coach. Uh, Woodcroft, an assistant coach for seven years under McClellan in San Jose, and then three years here with the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, Woodcroft had these thoughts on coaching against McCle- uh,
2: McClellan. A mentor for sure, uh, someone that I have a huge amount of respect for, not only as a as a hockey coach, but also as a person. Um, but I know that uh, he's sitting over in his office right now uh, trying to find a, a way to beat the Edmonton Oilers, and that's where his focus is. For me, my focus is on um, doing what needs to be done here today to help our team win.
1: All right. So a little bit there from Jay Woodcroft as the Oilers go up the Los Angeles uh, up against the Los Angeles Kings. Remember they played earlier in the season on December fifth at Rogers Place in what turned out to be uh, one of the six losses in the Oilers' six-game losing streak. And uh, that was the game. L.A. was up 2-1. The Oilers really didn't have much going. Connor McDavid took a major penalty. And uh, the Kings rolled from there, adding three goals on their extended man advantage to win that one 5-1. So the Oilers will be looking for a little payback from for that tonight. I also want to tell you this, though. I, I, I'm not watching this game. I got Boston and the Rangers on. I don't even know if I would get this game here. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski, one of the all-time greats. In uh, college basketball coaching, has coached Duke forever. Uh, I'm just following, uh, looking at someone's uh, tweets here, Brendan Marks, who covers Duke basketball for the Athletic, uh, has said Coach Krzyzewski has not come out for the second half of the game against Wake Forest. Uh, he says Krzyzewski has been attended to the Duke trainers several times tonight so uh, just something to keep an eye on there hopefully he is uh, okay but unable to come out for the second half Krzyzewski 75 years of age and I believe he has said yeah he's going to retire at the end of this season so uh, we'll just see if there are any updates there but hopefully he's okay all right Mark Cordy now of your Edmonton Elks is coming up next on Inside Sports Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers. Go to JamesHBrown.com. All right, very happy to have you tuning in tonight. We have the Oilers and the Kings. The game will start at eight thirty. We'll have the face-off show at seven. Right now, I'm going to go to the hotline presented by Certainteed Professional Grade Building Materials. And welcome to the show, one of the newest members of your Edmonton Elks offensive lineman, Mark Cordy. Mark, you're on with Reed, how are you doing? Good Reed, thanks for having me on. Well, welcome home, how does it feel? It's been, I guess, a week now. How does it feel to be an Edmonton Elk?
0: Yeah, it's, it's incredibly exciting. I was I was thinking it's, it's bizarre that it's only been a week. It feels like, feels like it's been forever. And, um, you know, was able to get to the stadium today and, and really felt the felt the welcoming air there. And, you know, just really excited to, to get to training camp and get started. No, are you hanging out in Spruce Grove, or where have you been? I am. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm out here with fiance and uh, and young puppy out here in Spruce Grove. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. I'm glad you brought up your dog because your profile picture on Twitter is actually. I assume this is the dog you're talking about wearing an Edmonton Elks T-shirt.
0: This is. Yeah, Tucker is. Uh, he's become the star of the show for us out here.
1: <laughs> and why is he named Tucker?
0: Uh, you know what? I I had a number of different names, um, and and my fiance wanted Tucker, so so he was named Tucker. So um, maybe there's a Jason Tucker angle there with a, a former uh, Double E player, but uh, you know, really it was it was a fiance decision for me. All right.
1: No, I mean, look, you uh, you were obviously drafted by uh, Ottawa, and uh, you played there. Well, I guess there wasn't a season in twenty twenty, but um, you know, four years there with the Red Blacks, who uh, you know maybe had a couple tough spells, but were pretty competitive most of the time. Uh, how tough was it? Was it to leave? I, I know you're coming home, but what goes into the decision to uh, to kind of explore free agency? Yeah.
0: You know, certainly, certainly happy to to come home, but it was you know I w- I'd be lying if I said it uh, it wasn't hard to leave Ottawa. Um, you know, it, it became a bit of a second home over the years, and and I was treated really well there. Made some made some lifelong friends, um, and really enjoyed my time. Um, you know, however, you know when something comes up that works both from a football perspective and from a a personal perspective, like it did here in Edmonton, um, you know those are opportunities to jump on, and and that's what we had, and so. Um, you know, really excited to make the move. Um, had some good years in Ottawa. You know, kind of saw both ends of the spectrum of, of success there. You know, went to a great Cup, you know, the rookie year. And then two years after that, had some some struggling seasons. And so, um, hoping to bring some of that experience into Edmonton, some of that, um, you know, breadth of experience and, and provide that um, maybe a little bit of knowledge to some younger guys in the organization as well.
1: Um, how did you feel about the transition from uh, canada west football to pro like did it did it was it all clicked in after your your rookie year or was it a lot of lessons that year
0: you know, it definitely it definitely takes some time to adjust. Um, you know, Canada West football is is really high level. Um, you know, we, we had some really good coaching at U of A, played against some good teams, but you know, anytime you make the jump to to a new level, like, you know, going from, you know, university to professional, there's there's a there's a steep learning curve and you know, thankfully I had had good veteran guys around me and good coaches that, that help that helps to ease that transition. Um so and I think one that went fairly smoothly, you know, over that rookie season there. Yeah, Mark
1: Cordy from your Edmonton Elks joining us tonight on Inside Sports as he signed as a uh, free agent last week. Uh did did David Beard play any part in the recruiting?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh we got a chance to talk a few times um you know leading up to it and and you know he's we've we go back a few years so um certainly excited to to get to work with him every day and you know and get to get to be better acquainted on the field. So um yeah, certainly certainly excited to play with Dave.
1: Yeah. Well, well, that's uh, that's cool for sure. Well, I, I like I'm scrolling your Twitter account, and you're you're not a big tweeter, and you haven't been using it that often. But uh, everything is about uh, how excited you are to be playing in Edmonton and uh, seeing your family more. Well, there's a little bit about pizza, and can you tell everybody what you did for lunch today?
0: Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I yeah, I am I am certainly new to Twitter. Um, but, yeah, I love my, love my Edmonton food spot, so Red Swan Pizza's on there as a good one. And then, you know, I was, I was in the, you know, I was at the stadium today at Commonwealth, and I, I needed lunch, so I went, went straight over to the Italian bakery that's right in the neighbourhood and, and grabbed myself a sandwich. So I hadn't had one in a few years and was, you know, chomping at the bit to get one whenever I could.
1: Yeah, well, I heard they're pretty popular with Elks players, so it's obviously not uh, not far to go <laughs> to go pick one up.
0: So good, good for you
1: for, for settling into the Commonwealth Stadium neighborhood uh, uh, neighborhood for sure. Tell, tell us a little, and, and I believe uh, several years ago, you and your father came into Inside Sports when we were doing some Father's Day stuff. Um, you, so tell me, like, who's, who's around for the family, who you expect is going to be coming to games in the summer, and the fall, and all that fun stuff
0: yeah first of all great memory um and yeah i think i think we'll have a good good family contingent um you know kind of both sides of the family for me are, are in edmonton so obviously parents are excited um soon to be in-laws are are excited um grandparents brother um you know we've got we've got a pretty good uh, family contingent in the edmonton area so um excited to be able to sort of share that game day experience with them um you know uh Nine plus nights a year throughout the season.
1: Do you think maybe I'm getting way ahead of myself? Do you think you're going to live in Spruce Grove, or are you going to live in Edmonton once you're actually playing?
0: Uh, you know what? I think we're uh, I think we're enjoying Spruce Grove. So um, the drive's not too bad. I think I'll I think I'll be a commuter from the burbs and um, enjoy that as much as I can. Okay,
1: good for you. A uh, pretty cool announcement today, and uh, that is on October fifteenth, your old team the u of a golden bears are going to play a game at noon against an unnamed canada west opponent and then your edmonton elks will play toronto at five o'clock just tell me like how cool was it for you to be part of that announcement today
0: that was that was so exciting i think that that partnership between you know between the u of a and between the elks has been has been going for a while now um you know largely you know financial Um, But now also to bring that onto the field and bring that into, you know, a real event um, is I think just it's such a unique partnership that I don't think exists much throughout Canada um, between a university team and a professional team. So being able to bring that into the spotlight today was was really exciting. And I think it'll be it'll be a very big event, um, you know, both for the players and the teams involved in it uh, when we get to October.
1: Well, what about for those uh, Golden Bears players to, to be able to play in a CFL stadium?
0: they'll they'll love it I think uh it's it's an experience that I, I wish I would have been able to be a part of a few years ago um I'm really happy that they're they're getting a chance to, to get that exposure and and do that in their hometown so um I think they'll I think they'll remember it for a long time doing that double header and, and I think we talked a little bit about it today um in the press conference of, of hopefully this turns into a thing that we can do year over year and find a day each fall that we can do this double header and and I hope it, it continues for a long time.
1: Yeah, that'd be excellent for sure. Uh,
0: now, obviously, the uh, NFL
1: season just did. Did you watch a lot of the NFL playoffs? or Are you a big sports watcher when you're in the off
0: season? Yeah, for sure. Love love the playoffs. Love the you know the divisional round especially was. You know, we had four four thrillers in that that weekend. Um, and right up to the Super Bowl it was you know good game, good game on Sunday here. Got together with some friends and and enjoyed it just like a lot of people do. So um, yeah, I always love to take in football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever it may be. Is it's all it's all good in our house.
1: Uh, as an offensive lineman, were you? Uh... Little horrified at how those defensive lines played on Sunday.
0: <laughs> I I was amazed. You know, there's some there's some incredible. You know, I mean, no one no one needs to be reminded of the talent that you know guys like Aaron Donald and Von, Von Miller have. Um, you know, crazy to just watch them do what they do on such a big scale was was so fun to watch.
1: Yeah, Mark, I'm just going to ask you one more. And, and thanks for coming on. You're always great to talk to, and and you're always very well spoken and intelligent and honest. And I certainly appreciate that. You know, you're still a relatively young guy. You're going to turn 26 during the upcoming season. Um, But, you know, as we talked about, the story of you coming home is a significant one. The fact that you played for the U of A is a significant one. I'm sure there are people listening who might be thinking, man, I I would like my son or daughter or, or whoever in my life to sort of be like Mark Cordy and maybe to take this path and eventually play for his home, his or her hometown team and all that kind of stuff. Um, have you sort of accepted that that role model aspect of being an athlete? I know sometimes people struggle with that a little bit. How has it been for you?
0: Yeah, it's you know it's something that that seems a little bizarre to me. Um, but you know what, I, I I remember growing up and having the experience of you know maybe maybe going to. A a football camp in the summer um, and being able to to interact with some pro players and then go to a game in the fall and and be able to point down from the sand and say, hey, I know that guy, I met that guy, um, and and kind of take part in that. So to now be on the other side of that relationship, um, you know, for whether it's a young kid or for a parent or for, you know, somebody that I may know or know through somebody, um, you know, to be on the other side of that relationship is really exciting for me. Um, and something that, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of a dream come true in that way to, uh, you know, just to be, be a part of that experience for a fan.
1: Well, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, I suggest people give you a follow on Twitter if they want some cute dog pics and some (laughs) food suggestions. And I know as an offensive lineman, you still probably have a couple meals left to get in today, so I better let you go prepare those.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Reid. Have a great night. Uh, There's one of the good guys,
1: Mark Cordy, checking in tonight, member of the uh, Edmonton Elks after starting his career with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Jack Michaels is next on Inside Sports. 630Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins Weekdays at 6 on 630Chad